welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat, and we'll get started. And uh, what we have today is uh, how to get out of a bind part two. So some of you were here on Sunday, and we worked with this idea of uh, the, the binding in yoga practice is, is when we bring our arms together and we do kind of crazy things, and then they look great for... Um, they look great in photos, you know, but like you can like do your yoga like we did in the 90s and not invite photographers over to take your picture, not post any pictures of your yoga and have a very, very good time doing yoga. And one of the things that uh, we talked about on Sunday that I got a lot of response from is this uh, idea that it's not my idea and it's uh, been brought down through the centuries of teaching yoga and it's been applied in different ways, but it's a it's a concept Praksikam banavam, and it's cultivate the opposite. And the the I want to want to like be true to the the language in the Yoga Sutra. It's about meditation, and when our mind won't let go of something. Has anyone ever had that? Where like your mind just won't let go of a thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know that really cool like Beatles song that's like Let It Be, and and that uh, whole whole thing about like letting it go, and we try real hard to let something go. And when we try real hard to let something go, has anyone ever had that work? Like, when we try real hard to let something go, it doesn't. So this idea in yoga practice, when something's not working, when it's not working just to to kind of focus on that thing and, and letting it go, the yoga sutras prescribe cultivating the opposite, with cultivation being the the key word there. So yoga sutras, they're all these little like tight little words. They're packed real tight. Cultivation of the opposite is we get our mind involved, we get our body involved in doing something that is the opposite of of that thing that we're we're trying too hard at. Right. So in binding, bringing the arms toward the center line, hugging them in, rotating them back, uh, can be stressful in the shoulders. One way to help us if we wanted to get to a bind or if we wanted to get those muscles to become more open is to do the opposite, is to go out, is to work strength, is to work something that is not trying to get ourselves tied up in knots, but working to get ourselves free and and cultivating our mind space around that getting free, Um, not just not doing something. That was what I was uh, trying to bring to the table on Sundays. Like, yeah, we can just not do it. That's cool. 100%. 100%. I agree with that. And then there's setting our mind to work something else. And it's kind of like if you've ever been looking for something real hard, you ever look for something real hard, and then you stop looking and all of a sudden you find it. Right. So uh, that's kind of this uh, this mentality, this philosophy. So work within the parameters of that today. We're going to do some flow. We're going to do some shoulder opening. We're going to get moving. Let's start on your back, lying down with your arms in cactus. And cactus is like the ultimate non-bind. We take the arms out and away from center line. And we'll just begin with just simple, light belly twisting pose. You're moving hip side to side, chest stays wide, shoulder blades stay as down as yours are going to get today. If you want to rock a little side to side, no one's going to stop you. I mean, no one would stop you if you were in the studio. No one's going to reach through the the zoom camera and get you. Just let these first few moments, these first few poses the practice feel good to your low back, mid back. And to give your mind something conscious to do. 
Bring everything back to center after you've balanced both sides out to your liking. And unbound, just let the knees roll in their own orbit. So you're going to take one leg out to the side and in, and the other leg kind of away from it. So it's like figure eights through your leg bones. You don't have to overthink this. Moving things around, the hips stay still, abdominals draw in here. And then we're going to hug the knees into the chest, flex the feet, fan the toes, wiggle the toes out. And we'll take the legs up in the air, squeeze them tight, arms up in the air, squeeze the arms, muscle to bone. We're going to fan out the fingers, fan out the toes. So, I told the class on Sunday, I get rid of one thing in yoga practice uh, that would be binding. Binding is still, still really good if, if it works for you, but one of the things with binding, with getting our hands together, with gripping, right, we do a lot of gripping. Okay, so take some time and we'll, we'll fan things out. So roll your thumb around, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, see if you can get to uh, all ten toes as, as they're up there. You see them and, and which ones can move, which ones can move independently. The answer might not be like any or, or all of them. And you pull the baby toe away from the big toe and spread out through the toes just as much as yours go. And then with both hands and feet, just come back to a relaxed state. So neither curled nor spread, just a relaxed state. Then you're going to send your right leg forward as you take your left arm back. Pause here, squeeze all four limbs, whatever it's doing, it's squeezing tight into it. And then we'll bring it back up, arms and legs parallel. Then the left leg down, the right arm back, you're drawing in through your abdominals, lower, mid, upper, all four limbs squeezing, and then back to center. So a couple more like that, reaching long through right leg, left arm. All four limbs squeeze, they activate, they support this, and come back. And then other side, all four limbs are working, you're drawing your abdominals in, everything back up. Last set, extend down, bring it up slow, and extend down, bring it up slow. And then knees into your chest. Give them a good hug in. Your nose up towards your knees. We're gonna reach your arms for the front wall. Fan your fingers. Fan your toes again, so that all the work is coming from mid body. Your choice here to press up to seated or to press up to boat. Press your feet forward. Follow them up. Here for three, two. From here, we're going to cross feet at the ankles. Plant your hands. Step back to down dog. You can just go one leg at a time. Just sensibly in your body. Find four on the floor. And then again, bring even tone to all four. Squeeze your arms. Press your heel bones down. Hands go down and forward. Feet go down and out. And create an equanimity in the pose. Grounding and and working all parts of the body together, which is an, another reason to step back from an overly focused you know, 
one part of the pose. Get our body working in harmony and, and sometimes when we do those binding poses in the arms, they become the thing and the only thing. Remembering that there's this full body, this full vessel that you live in. We're looking to bring into harmony. And bring yourself forward to a high plank. Breathe in. As you breathe out, knees come down, abdominals pull in. Keep that inhale up dog, just real light. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Send your hips up and back. Have a breath there. Let it go through your mouth. And you look forward and walk forward into ragdoll. <coughs> we have a way of, of wrapping the arms in ragdoll in which you can tuck your pinky finger into the opposite elbow crease. That prevents having to hold on with your hands. If that's not comfortable for you, you wrap your arms around your legs, let one hand catch the opposite wrist, and breathe out. <coughs> A third option, if your hamstrings and your low back really uh, don't need this yet in your practice, Bring your forearms to your thighs and support your upper body with your arms. Any and all variations, press your feet down, draw your abdominals in, let your head get heavy, your face soften. Release hands to mat, walk feet together. Press down and reach up to standing mountain pose. The arms can go overhead, they can go wide, right? So the cultivating the opposite of shoulder tension here is, is usually about spreading out. And then exhale, we'll bow forward. Send your hips back, chest to thighs, let your head go. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. As you go, press the floor with your hands and hug the upper arm bones toward your side ribs. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Anchor your feet down, press them into the floor. Rise up, mountain pose. More exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, then plant your hands, step back, press the hands into the mat, as you lower, elbows come just to your side body, the upper arm bones hug in, breathe in, up dog, breathe out, 
down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. One more round. Anchor your feet, drive the heels down. Feel the work up the back of your legs and lift the abdominals, heart and fingertips. When you exhale, we'll fold. We'll breathe in, half lift. Plant the hands, step back. Lower, bend your elbows just to your side bodies and hug the upper arm bones in like you're holding books between your arms and your ribs. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. That looks great. Pause here, breath in. Long, slow breath out. We'll look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Bow forward, breathe out. We're going to sit the hips back in with Utkatasana. Take the hands first to heart center. Pause here, breathe. Nobody's favorite time to uh, pause and breathe, but we got this. Dig your heels in. Imagine a block between your upper thighs, you're hugging in on it. Right, so take the hands to the heart. Really great way to not bind up the shoulders in, in an ukatasana, right? There's, there's a lot going on here. This is a good opt out, make things softer on the shoulders. You could also reach straight ahead right, at shoulder height or a little lower. Squeeze your arm bones in. So in Ukatasana, typically we would take the arms up at a diagonal, and that's just typical stuff, right? But for many of us, that causes a lot of elevation around the shoulder blades, the, the levator scapula gets involved, and the neck gets a lot of tension. Right? Bringing the arms forward, takes that out, and then hugging them in, you'll feel the chest muscle work, you'll feel the upper back muscle spread. Right? So you get a little more out of what you're doing. Then, of course, if you're tired anytime, right, bringing the hands in, always, always good. Have a breath here, lift your heart, most importantly, that lengthens your front body and your spine. When we exhale, we're going to bow, hinge at your hip, chest to thighs, and let your head drop. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Arm bones hug in towards the side body. Upward facing dog. Little of the same action there too with the hug. And down dog, breathe all the way out. You'll step your right foot forward. Warrior one, back foot flat. Take a long stance, take as much stance in the legs as it's just you got this morning. Then again, typically we go overhead with the arms. You could even go overhead and, or over collarbones, arms slightly in front of your face. 
and bring the palms together. Traditionally, this would be the uh, the yoga mudra that I like to call Charlie's Angels. You you call it whatever you want, steepling the fingers, or you just you do you. But for a lot of us, that can that can create some stress around the neck. Arms wider here, always good. That's a good way to just release things, right? Or cactusing the arms, and when we cactus, they working the elbows down, chest up, right? So we're we're cultivating the opposite of that, reaching up and in. We're taking elbows down and out, arm bones out, and you'll feel the muscles of your chest and your upper back engaging in that. Right. Then there's also taking the arms down, which again could just be letting them be. It also could be reaching down through your fingertips and imagining hands, just gentle hands on your tricep muscles, press back into them. Right, so, so then that becomes the, the cultivation of the opposite. Right? There's definitely just letting go. And then there's kind of the, the more active version. Both are good. Sometimes the just letting go doesn't work as well for us because we just kind of get disconnected from what we're doing, right? Giving every part of the body something to do in a pose right? usually helps our mind stay engaged. Press your feet down, lift your heart up. It might be a good time to send the arms up just for that breath in. And then when you exhale, hands to the mat, look forward, step back, breathe out. Breathe in. Upward facing dog and breathe out down dog. Press your hands down and forward. Step your left foot forward. Back foot flat, press down and then you reach up. And we'll try this a few different ways. So, binding the hands in this pose would be bringing the arms together, folding the fingers and steepling the uh, first finger. Press into your feet, draw your abdominals in. Right, this was working for you, you'd love it. Right? So just like do it. Reach up through the pinky knuckle and, and feel that. And if it's good, it's good. Right. And if it's not working, right, arms out wide. Right, so you're you're cultivating ease in your shoulders. Arms down to cactus, right? Cultivating strength of your upper back space across your chest, especially if you picture that wind behind you, you're pressing back into it. Arms down. Again, you can cultivate peace and ease. Or reach down through your fingertips, spread your hands. Imagine the hands behind you on the back of your arms. Press gently back into them. Back muscles work like locust. Collarbones broaden. Breath here. With an inhale, we'll float the arms. And with an exhale, look to the front of the mat. Hands down, step back, breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Cool. We'll bring the feet together at the back of the mat. On your inhale, take your right leg back and up behind you. Press your hands down and forward. 
and you take a step up on your center line so you're stepping on a tight rope one line back foot flat come up and around warrior two if you like you lengthen your stance adjust it as you need to we're going to bring the right arm into the chest hold it across a little stretch of the shoulder there good And then inhale, unwind that, let the arms float back out to warrior two. We'll cactus them and then press the elbows in toward one another. So you're looking straight ahead of you, uh, your, your gaze in the same direction that your heart is pointing. Elbows might touch, they might not. Good. Pull the hands apart. So this is, this is unbound eagle. Right. And creates more strength in the body to hold the elbows toward one another. You can also then slide the right arm underneath the left. And you take a little bit of that work out, again, to the, the bind of eagle that allows you to kind of hold the arms there, nestled into each other. If you want to clasp hands, do that without gripping the fingers. No white knuckles. Hug the forearms into one another. Breath in. As you breathe out, we're going to release the eagle arms back to warrior two arms, and then breathe in, reverse, reaching the right arm up, Sp side body spreads. When we exhale, look to your mat, plant your hands, step back, low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog, down dog. Breathe all the way out. Feet together. Left leg lifts up. And then exhale, bend your knee, bring it in, step on the tightrope, on that center line of the mat. You come up and around warrior two. And take a shoulder stretch, bringing the left arm across the body. Hug it with the right arm just as much as you need it. As you do, focus in on your legs. Front toe straight ahead, back foot parallel with the back edge of the mat. Squeeze your legs, abdominals in, lift your chest. Good. We're going to unwind to traditional warrior two arms and then into cactus arms with the elbows slightly below the shoulders. And then elbows in toward one another. They may touch, they might not. If your elbows touch, pull the, up, the forearm bones away from each other. Make a V. Good. Breathe here, lift the elbow points. Breathe out. If you want to wrap the left arm underneath, see what eagle arms that does for you. Right? For, for some of us, it'll cause some strain. For some of us, it'll be a good stretch for the back. Mm -hmm. Your level of sophistication in your practice is to know what this is doing for you. And if it's not working, to do something that is working and you know, potentially is is just a release, is just is just giving you peace, or potentially is strengthening something else, giving your mind, your body something to do. On your inhale, I'm gonna unwind, 
and reverse. Reach your right arm, left arm out. And press into your feet. We'll cartwheel the hands down. You look a little forward of your mat. As we lower, press your hands into the floor. Upper arm bones hug the body. We breathe in. Breathe out. Have a breath here. Let you let out through your mouth. Look through the hands, walk across to seated, and down onto your back. For bridge, with the arms up in the air, so you're going to reach your fingers, your hands toward the ceiling. Press your feet down, press your heels down. Fan your fingers. So we don't quite get as high in the bridge with the arms extending up. That's totally fine. See if you can lift your shoulder blades off the floor so that they they rise up and that's the back of your head. Soles of your feet, they're pressing the floor far up as you go with the hips, as many ribs as you can get off the floor, have a breath. And then exhale, slowly release down. We'll bring the arm bones to the sides, like robot arms. Uh, palms face in, elbows are close to the rib cage, they don't need a touch. You can feel your upper arm bones press down, you can feel your collarbones widen when you do that, broaden when you do that. Press down into your feet, lift your hips. Press the back of your head down, press your elbow points down. Use all of that to now really lift the chest so you come into a greater back bend. Feet press down and into the floor. Dig in. Get breath. And then slowly come down. And then working not not toward the bind of bridge, which is that lace of the hands behind you, but toward a, an understanding of how your shoulder blades work in bridge. We're going to bring your arms down by your sides, palms in toward your hips. Press into your feet, lift the hips up, go as far as you go like that. And then you're going to slide your right shoulder blade in underneath you, left shoulder blade in underneath you. Again, we're not going to we're not going to go for the clasped hands. I mean, you can if you want. But for this action, Press your outer wrists down. Press the back of your triceps down. Or press your triceps down, the back of your arms down. Press the back of your head down. So you're using the arms, their full length underneath you to lift your chest. Take breath for three. Two. You may feel like I really, really want to grab my hands together. <laughs> you can, for sure. That takes a little of the work out of the arms. Breathe in, and then slowly release down. Let everything melt to the floor. We'll take soles of the feet together, knees out to the side. Supta Baddha Konasana. Rest with one hand on navel, one hand on heart center. Come into your center line, the inner workings of your body. You feel your heartbeat, your breath. Eventually you feel the work of the abdominal organs or you feel the abdominal pulse. 
remember like the whole body. So we, for sure, in yoga, focus in on the four limbs, the spine, the core muscles, breathing. And then there's the deeper muscles, organs. vascular system, blood vessels, the lymphatic system, and immune system, all the pieces and parts that allow for life in the body. To acknowledge those. you're ready, let your body slide out into Shavasana. If you have some other poses to do on the way, you go for it. Take your time. And then as you lay out, arms and legs, lift out to the side, body unbound. Your awareness starts at the floor below you. It's holding you up. Feel your heel bones, the back of your calves and hamstrings, glutes, sacrum, rib cage, shoulder blades, the back of your head, the back of your arms, feel the front of your body soft palms of your hands, the crease of your elbows, the front of the shoulders, skin of your throat and face, of your chest and abdomen. Trap gently away from each other, the legs away from center. You feel the inner knee and the inner arch. Have this time here to recognize yourself unbound. to come back. Start with your fingers and toes. Roll gently to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Pause for a moment to lift tall through your body, wide through your heart. 
Bring our hands together, heart center. One more lift to the central body, the sternum to thumbs, and thumbs to forehead center, that lift of heart to mind. Thank you all so much for being here this morning. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.